0: Into the me, it is friday the 21st of october welcome to afternoon sport tim gilbert here i'm joined by my co-host shane lee how are you Shane?
1: i'm good mate i had my middle daughter my beautiful daughter abby's birthday yesterday she was born 2010 2010 so that's a, a very good birthday date she wanted to go for mexican last night so i had a few little margaritas but i i believe you might have had a few more than me tim yesterday
0: yeah, which, which probably is a rarity, because I, I'm not a big drinker, but yesterday I uh, hosted a golf day for the Guy Sebastian Foundation, which raises funds and does a lot of great work in and around youth mental health, and uh, yeah, uh, I just had a few quiet ones. I think I had more than <laughs> I've had in a long time. I even jumped in the pool this morning, well, Gina, and it was very sparkling, the
1: water. Yes, the water is a bit cold, Timmy, you end coming up with three Adam's apples mate <laughs> uh,
0: I'll tell you what he can sing yeah. he can sing he, he got up on uh, with an acoustic guitar and just did three songs it really was superb it, it is Friday and today a special treat for us he's a great man Richard Chiqui the lead singer of six and out of course a absolutely swashbuckling batsman he was in his day and Luca Muller is here with the world game and the latest in the UFC <laughs>
1: In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away.
0: Whether it's for early morning coffee and pastries, long business lunches or post-work cocktails, head to District Brasserie in Sydney CBD. With a modern Australian menu created to hero locally sourced produce and a unique offering of charred meats cooked on a custom-built charcoal oven. Situated on the ground floor of Chifley Tower, District Brasserie is open from 6.30am Monday to Friday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. District Brasserie. Sophisticated, yet casual. What a treat for a Friday, former New South Wales cricketer, lead singer of Six and Out,
2: Richard Cheekwee. How are you? Ah, oh, Timmy G. All the better for talking to
1: you, my friend. Likewise, buddy. Now, Cheek Shano here, your rhythm guitarist, mate. How are we? How are we going? now? I believe you're on the way to Canberra at the moment, uh, heading down for work, so I appreciate you doing this. Now, listen, have you been watching much of the T20 World Cup at the moment? Mate, I'm loving it. Um, you know, all the build-up, I mean, look, let's
2: be fair, I mean, the... The, uh, the actual tournament starts tonight, right? So Australia, yeah. Australia New Zealand. Um, you know, really looking forward to seeing how the Aussies start up, actually, because, uh, you know, form is big in cricket, but I don't know if it's that big in T20. Um, I think they just have to start well, and we'll see how they go.
0: It'd be interesting if you sort of fell asleep uh, for 15 years and woke up one morning, Namibia
2: has beaten the West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like, a couple of these results have been off the charts. Oh, they have. I mean, how good for Namibia? I mean, even Netherlands as well. I mean, it's, it's been some, you know, pretty crazy stuff leading up to it. Um, but, but as I said, the tournament really starts tonight. What are, what are your tips, guys? Because, I mean, I, I really feel like seeing... I mean, I've been watching England pretty closely. Mm-hmm. And... Seeing the way they have, you know, come into this tournament, even pre- uh, prior to, to coming to Australia. But, you know, you've got Matthew Martin and, and Michael Hussey in charge, two great Aussie, you know, cricketers that know our system well, know our grounds well, and more mm. importantly, know our wickets really well. Um, but they were really impressive, these first three, you know, the, the, the three warm-up matches against the Aussies. I, I, I've never seen them more impressive. The way they beat the Australians. They were just going about their business and there was no celebrations. There was no, nothing over the top and it was just business. And there's just this look in their eye. I just, I really feel like England is probably going to be
1: their tournament. I, I think you're potentially right, Cheeks. I think their top three batters um, are probably the most explosive and in form, best players in the world at the moment um, so they can get off to a good start. Their bowling can potentially let them down a little bit but um, look if you score close to 200 every game you're going to win most matches and I, I agree I think having I saw Mike Hussey actually uh, presenting an England cap the other day so I hope we don't ever let Hus back into an Australian change room again <laughs> that's out of order that's out of order we can't be doing that and I think Butler Butler's the key isn't
0: he look I think they deserve their favouritism he can do it he can do things in and around mm. his batting, which lots of players can't. He's such a creative batter. I think England deserve their favoritism. Now, um, at uh, we I'd mentioned earlier in the show, Cheeks, that I'd hosted a function, a uh, charity function, and Jeff Lawson, your old coach, was there, and I raised the question about Pat Cummins and the sponsorship. He pointed out and quite clearly, you need to have all your ducks in a row when you start being critical of some companies, I think, you know, what did you think of that?
2: Oh, look, it's geez, it's polarized a lot of people. I mean, I've I've spoken to you know quite a few of the cricketers that played you know in our generation and even prior to that, and they're they're pretty livid, um, you know. And it's it's you know politics and sport, you know. They, we we all know that they don't, think <laughs> yeah. it. but unfortunately, the the Australian cricket. I mean, they, it's actually within their right to actually do this because of their contracts. So I can see it from both sides. But forty million dollars—I mean, that just doesn't come around every day, particularly during COVID times and these times. Mm. Times are tough. Um, so to turn your back on forty million dollars for this, for 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 you know a belief, yeah,
1: I get that. But then, does it open the Pandora's box in regards to criticism? Um, Cheeks, that company car that you're driving down to Canberra, are you questioning your employers about the gas that it's, it's emitting? Look, I sell carpet for a living, right? <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> and one of the questions is, is carpet eco-friendly?
2: And I can tell you now that our company always uses everything completely non-toxic, so all carpet is eco-friendly. And as I tell some of our customers... When I go out and start my car, I do more to the ozone than carpet will ever do.
1: There you go, Quest Carpets. Quest Carpets, get that get that in there for him, cheeks.
2: <laughs> tell you what, we do a little bit to
0: the ozone after we stop into that pie shop on the way to Canberra <laughs> as well. That's right. um, now, cheeks, it's going to be a huge week next week. Uh, live lunch with Lee. You two guys, I tell you what, um, you're you great mates, and it's it's it, look, I love the idea of long friendships. You guys have been friends for.
2: A long, long time. Oh, look, we it, it, its a brotherhood, and not just you know with Shane and, and and the guys with six and out, and but it's all the guys that we've played with mm. during our era, um, including yourself, Tim. You know, we we've got history. Um, you know, I remember you playing against my brother, and um, and my brother still talks about oh, it. Oh, Michael, <laughs> he was a great batter, wasn't he—he he was a very good cricketer. He <laughs> was a good all-rounder. You know, we, we we just had some you know epic battles in the backyard. But look, we've we've got this brotherhood, and you know when. And, you know, catching up with Shane next week, I can't wait to, you know, just put my arms around because he gives great cuddles, almost as good as you do.
1: <laughs> now, I was just going to say, Cheeks, um, it's, it's going to be a great lineup on uh, next uh, Friday, the 28th, down at um, King Street Wharf, Four Pines, the, the Globe Brewery, down there. So it's going to be a great afternoon. Lenny Pasco, Now, Len, Lenny told me yesterday, he reckons he discovered your singing abilities. Many years ago, so he thinks he's a he thinks he's a Simon Cowell of Australian cricket.
2: <laughs> well, he hasn't hit me up for any agency yet, but uh, I can't remember that. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing how and why yeah. that um, he discovered my um, music ability. But that'll
0: be interesting. Oh mate, ask him about that ball to Sundeep Patil. He still has a. Uh... Still, he's still got bad memories, old Sunday. Lenny Pasca, Richard, uh, safe travels to the nation's capital, mate. Uh, if you get chance to go for dinner, 86. They've got some great restaurants um, in Wonderful. Canberra, as we know, around Braddon, 86 in the
1: Black and chicken. It is off the charts.
2: <laughs> Duly noted. And um, keep up the great
1: work boys. I love you, show. Right, I love you too. And I look forward to my big cuddle on Friday, Cheeks, See you then, mate. All right, boys. Thanks a lot. Coming up next, it's Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back.
0: If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osha Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osha Group online at theoshagroup.com. Love a Friday, Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Of course, what a week it has been in the EPL and the World Game. How are you?
3: Good, mate. Good, good, good. How are you? We're good, Luca. Let's kick us off. I think uh, let's start with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Plenty going on in the EPL, like you say. I love it when Mm. there's the midweek games happening over there. Uh, Liverpool managed to sneak home against West Ham, just sneaking home 1-0. Also saved a penalty, so uh, pretty lucky there. Liverpool just slowly but surely getting their Mm -hmm. season back on track, which is good. And then we saw... Manchester United dominates uh, Tottenham Hotspurs with Cristiano Ronaldo stealing all the headlines despite not stepping foot on the pitch at all. Yeah. Um, E-boy's pretty across what's going on with him and his clashes with the coach, Eric Tan Hag over the hair. It's pretty spicy drama, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, we'll let you elaborate on that because... It- this is the indication of where Cristiano Ronaldo sits in the world of sport. He is the number one when it comes to influential people. And uh, I reckon if I was the coach of his team, I'd be worried if I was having a dust-up with him.
3: Yeah, exactly. Big time. Obviously, he's slightly aging out of his prime, but he's still a great player. But uh, basically, Man and brought in this new coach, Eric Ten Hag from Ajax. Great coach. He's doing very well. He seems to have uh, whipped them back into shape. But doesn't seem like Ronaldo has a place in his team. Uh, He Mm. just sort of doesn't play the style that he likes, doesn't do that defensive running, doesn't do the high pressing that Eric Ten Hag likes to play. And credit to Ten Hag, uh, brass balls on him, not playing Cristiano Ronaldo, who, like you say, is the biggest, most influential athlete on the planet, really, and he's putting him on the bench, and Ronaldo, somewhat understandably, is having a bit of a response to that. He's often uh, visibly grumpy about being on the bench. And then this week, (laughs) against the Spurs, he left early, uh, instead of sticking around to celebrate with his uh, with his teammates and fans, and yeah, now there's a few whispers getting around that he might head off in the summer uh, in the January transfer window. So, it'll be a difficult player to pick up because, like I said, he's sort of aging out of his prime, but still a very very high price tag on him. So, it'll be interesting to see exactly what his value is and uh, who's willing to pay it. I'm sure someone will be because, other than what he brings on the pitch, he obviously brings a lot of intangibles and uh, brings a lot of eyes to the club as well. So, interesting to keep an eye on where uh, old Ronaldo ends up there and. Any more happening in the EPL um, uh, we've got Fulham and Aston Villa coming up this weekend in mm-hmm. what seems to yep. be a must win game if Steven Gerrard wants to uh, keep his coaching job at Aston Villa there we've got Man City against Brighton bit of intrigue there with uh, obviously Man City looking to bounce back from the Liverpool loss last week and then we've got Liverpool taking on Nottingham Forest which is uh, could be a blowout alert Liverpool scoring a lot of goals at the moment Nottingham uh, conceding a lot of goals so yeah it could be an interesting one to uh, tip the over on that one Look at so UFC, uh, UFC 280
1: coming up. They reckon this possibly could be the best card of the year.
3: Yeah, that seems to be a lot of people's opinion on it And uh, I don't differ from that It is so good It is The only bad thing about it Is because it's in Abu Dhabi With the timing For us It'll be a a. 5am start for that So that's very Very early to wake up Tim will just be getting home (laughs) 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 We can chuck it on Tim Just as you get in the door That'll be right.
1: (laughs) You will have just
3: uh, (laughs) You will have just put on some UFC action yourself In the street And then you can go and watch some When you get back as well (laughs) I'd pay to watch that he be hitting people with kebabs.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, with double sauce. I almost fall over just looking at the UFC. Now, um, Ross <laughs> Lyon, uh, he must like a challenge or he must need a job um, because, look, it looks like he's this can kill the things happening. And, mate, they've got some problems. Luca?
3: Yeah, they really do. I'm surprised that it still hasn't been made official yet. I don't know what they're waiting on. Maybe Ross is asking for more money or there's some sort of contractual uh, kinks to iron out. But yeah, like you say, he must like a challenge because this is big. And I know that St Kilda fans, my mates who are St Kilda fans, the opinion's quite split on it. Some people are very happy to welcome him back to the club. Some people feel like it's a step backward. Uh, I think there's got to be uh, a lot of contention around Lions' presence at the Saints, if indeed it does go through, which we would expect it to. Big job ahead for Ross. Obviously, they're still very much in the middle of a rebuild. We saw in the trade period their list is a bit all over the place. They didn't know what to bring in, who to let go. Uh, Yeah, very very intriguing team to keep an eye on next year, the Saints. And like you say, Ross will have his work cut out for him. If you had to uh, make a tip now, um, St Kilda, top eight or not? I'd say not. I don't think they'll be bottom of the bottom. I think they'll be somewhere between about uh, 8 and 14 or so, Um, but not pushing for finals there. I wouldn't think so, no. Lars won the premiership in 1966. (laughs) Good on you, Luca. Thanks, fellas. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you soon.
0: That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to Luca Muller and to Richard Chiqui today, and thanks to our sponsors.
1: Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone
0: call away. Absolutely, and our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We'll see you Monday for your
1: daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Join us for our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. What I'm backing and why. Tim Gilbert is joined by racing journalist Matt Jones and professional punter Brad Miller discussing which horses they'll be betting on this weekend and why. Catch the show Friday afternoons ready for your weekend of punting. Subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast app, What I'm Backing and Why. Happy punting.